Welcome to the 22nd edition of Yes. I am your host, Aram, and I'm joined with my two co-host beauties, Tony and Parker. Uh, Tony, we'll start with you. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. Uh, a little seldom on this day, but uh, doing pretty solid. How about yourself? I- I'm doing well. Parker, how you doing over there, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing uh, doing pretty solid as well, um, Aram. Good. Uh, we we kind of went back to that old format of me asking Tony and me asking you, so we're <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of taking some throwback uh, things going on here, so... <laughs> Uh, we'll start. Uh, we had some good uh, Turkey Day action. Uh, it started in the college realm. Uh, we had uh, some really good games. Uh, Tony, you know, before we get through uh, all these fun college games, we'll let you go over some of the ones that uh, you talked about or the ones that uh, you're interested in. We'll start with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, you know, tough game, but uh, hey, can't win them all. Um, it's just kind of uh, Michigan just played well, basically. What, what was your thought on that? Totally agree. They were. Uh... The much better team, in my opinion, there. They're a team to uh, that deserved to win. Um, a solid effort from Ohio State, but I think they just uh, their offense just looked really slow in the beginning, um, and then in the second half, um, their defense just really couldn't make a lot of stops when they needed to. Um, Hassan Haskins had the game of his life. Uh, five touchdowns. He pulled the Kenneth Walker. Um, so, congrats to him. Uh, Michigan's defense did a really solid job at uh, stopping the run, and uh, Mr. McNamara became the first Michigan quarterback to beat Ohio State since our buddy Denard Robinson back in 2011. So a big win for uh, Michigan. This moves them into a very much uh, very big uh, playoff spot. They'll be playing in the Big Ten Championship game later this week. And, uh, yeah, just big win for them at the big house. So that's really all I got to say. Yeah, and Parker, I, I'd like to know your thoughts as well because I'm sure you watched it. Uh, uh, yeah, I did watch it. Yes, yeah, what'd I you did. think? Um, I thought that, you know, you were, we were, you know, chatting during the game and you said it was game of the year. And I, you know, had to uh, quickly tell you that it, it probably wasn't the game of the year. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think Ohio State's defense really let them down, uh, you know, drive after drive after drive, poor tackling, poor coverage can't get to the quarterback um just you know the the whole nine and you know you look at their offense and they 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 tried to you know keep them in the game and uh it just didn't come to uh fruition but uh yeah uh, Michigan probably their their biggest win in school history uh up to this time um they uh are 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 going to have to played pretty much just like that uh, for the next uh, few games if they, you know, win the Big Ten championship, so. All right, yeah, so I think game of the year for Michigan, we can say. Uh, for Michigan, yeah, for probably. The yeah, they, they were awake for this one. And actually kind of, you know, Smith and Jigba still had 11 receptions for 127 yards. So, you know, Ohio State, they still kind of flashed their guns. Oh, yeah, but. Yeah, and overall, just, uh, you know, Michigan, they, they just played better, uh, honestly. So uh, we'll close the door on that one. And, Parker, uh, we'll give you uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota and Wisconsin getting upset by the home team. Yeah, um, I I did watch. I, I caught the last uh, three quarters uh this game. So uh, it was a, a very defensive game, not a whole lot of ball movement, uh, a lot of punting. Um and uh, Wisconsin's only touchdown of the game came by way of interception uh, return touchdown. So they had a, a, a horrific day offensively. 
Uh, Minnesota playing at home, uh, played their game of the year uh, against the uh, big, bad Wisconsin team. So uh, they uh, fought their demons off uh, this year and, and got the win. And uh, at, sitting at uh, eight and four now, they uh, leapfrog Wisconsin in the uh, Big Ten West. So uh, probably will be ranked, uh, I would have to think, uh, towards the end of the year here. So just a good, solid win for Minnesota. I'm at home to uh, cap off the season. Yeah. Uh, Tony, I don't know if you watched this one, but, uh, you know, good win for Minnesota to, to end the year, but kind of disappointing for Wisconsin. Definitely, yeah. This was a huge win for the Gophers, in my opinion. Um, and I believe because of this loss, uh, Iowa will be going to the Big Ten Championship game. Wisconsin, yeah. if they won mm-hmm. this game, would have gone to the Big Ten Championship game. And, You're right. boy, they uh, – for a game that really had a lot of potential for them, they really did not show up. Um, but I love to see it. I'm a kind of a Gophers fan in a way because well, I'm you're, from Minnesota. Uh, well, you also are are alum, aren't you? Uh, Technically, I I did go to the university yeah. for for a alum. year. So uh, last time, by the way, they won the axe. I was enrolled there, so maybe it was because I. I haven't been there. That's the bad <laughs> luck. But uh, yeah, big win for uh, the Gophers. We'll see. I think Parker said they they might be ranked. I I would be. I don't know if they are or not, but honestly, I, I think that they should be ranked. I was gonna say yeah. I feel like they should be after this game, I mean, being a 14th ranked. At least team. you know, 18, 19, or something like that. Not anything mm-hmm. crazy, but agreed. And with the UTSA losing, also that they could. That's another spot right. they could they could fill. But anyways, yeah, uh, huge win for uh, Gophers. Their defense played incredible, and a uh, huge win for PJ Fleck. Right, and it was kind of tough for Wisconsin because they clawed their way back into the rankings, especially in the middle of the year right. to end the season like this. It's kind of rough, but uh, yeah, just a good win for Minnesota uh, to end the year. But uh, yeah, uh, my my game is going to be that uh, that fun Auburn and Alabama game. Uh, mm. I'm sure uh, you guys saw that at the end there. Uh, Alabama was backed up into their own end zone and uh, basically went all the way down the field. And it felt very Patriot-like, New England Patriot-like to see them just go down the field and uh, get that touchdown and tie the game uh, in overtime. It was it was fun in overtime, too. It wasn't just, you know, Alabama coming down and scoring. Uh, Auburn kind of flashed their guns. Uh, TJ Finley, he was kind of impressive. He played a good enough game to win, obviously, but just not enough to – to win outright, you still gave that chance to Alabama at the end to come back. Uh, Tony, I don't know if you saw this one, but uh, you know, Tank, <laughs> Tank Bigsby 29 carries, 63 yards, a big workload, not a lot of production, but you know, they had the recipe to beat them. It's just, I, I think uh, they, they left too much uh, on the board. Um, and I believe there was a mistake that Auburn made a little bit towards the end of the game that kept Alabama. Uh, a chance at the end to, to go down the field. I don't know if you watched this one, but just an exciting game here. Definitely, yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I don't remember that play. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Auburn had their chances, I think, to increase the lead. Um, for what it's worth, I know they did hold Alabama to three points for the majority of regulation, which that's that should be an achievement in itself. Um, but, yeah, they just they let them, they gave them one too many more chances and they didn't score – uh, if they could have gotten a field goal or something uh, before that last drive, then obviously they could have probably been able to hold on. But I'm, a, I'm honestly, I'm kind of a big fan of this new playoff or uh, overtime format. I kind of love that it's just like 
it's like a two point conversion and you, the teams just kind of go back and forth. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, I agree. I, I also enjoyed that, Tony. Agreed. I thought it was nice. Right. Yeah. We, we saw that with, uh, Illinois and Penn state earlier this year where they kept <laughs> going back and forth. So I, I kind of like this new format. Um, I, I honestly, I kind of hope they stay with it because I don't really like the, I was kind of a fan of the old overtime, format but I, I think this one's a little bit more exciting but um definitely yeah a, a decent day from finley i mean i'll give him a, a credit you know he kind of stepped in there and i don't think he was uh bo nicks i believe was out so that's why he got the start and then yeah mm-hmm. just tank bigsby just couldn't make that big of a impact and bryce young 51 pass attempts so definitely uh aired it out but uh Good comeback win for Alabama. Definitely, I think, a game they'll be talking about in Tuscaloosa for a while. And uh, this keeps them in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. anything you guys want to add? Yeah, Parker, did you uh, watch this one here? Um, I did watch the uh, the uh, tail end of it. Um, it was on at the same time as the Gophers game was, so I was kind of tuning into uh, both of them a little bit. But, um, yeah, uh, John Mechie, uh, the wide receiver for Alabama, who was the number three guy. I believe last year, um, maybe not, maybe it's number two, but uh, Devontae Smith last year and John Mechie uh, both pairing up good. And uh, Jamison Williams went out early in this game with an injury. Uh, So he had to pick up the workload, 13 catches, 150 yards on the day, as well as the Mm. game winning two point conversion. So uh, uh, name, uh, name to, uh, you know, uh, pay attention to uh, coming the upcoming draft as a, a possible top uh, uh, top receiver candidate. So uh, a, a good day for Alabama, uh, staying staying in that uh, playoff position, and you know they're they're they are Alabama at the end of the day. So uh, they're probably uh, primed and ready to you know go contend and possibly win another championship this year. Right, and just get ready for that uh, Georgia Bama game coming up this weekend. I know going to be. That's going to be a doozy. but uh, Game just, of the year. That one's game of the year, Rob. Yeah. If I had to pick a game of the year, I would probably go with Penn State. We'll talk about this at kind of like the end of the year, but I would say that Penn State, Penn State, Illinois, <laughs> overtime throw. That was insane. I couldn't believe how many overtimes there were, but true. Um, yeah, I'll get your guys' takes on that uh, probably towards the end of the year. It'd be fun to kind of reminisce and go back into the season that's just flown by. Just incredible <laughs> how fast this is going it, it really, It really has. Right. Right, and um, just to kind of recap this week, we got uh, some scores here. Clemson winning thirty to zero to end their season off. Really, really <laughs> strong here. Um, right. We got uh, UTSA losing uh, and breaking that uh, undefeated record for the year to North Texas. So uh, not the best, uh, not the best result at the end of the year for UTSA. Uh, a couple other things: LSU with an upset, uh, 27-24 over Texas A and M. I believe I got that game wrong. I don't know if you guys did too. I did. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just an upset there for LSU. Um, BYU squeaking out a win, thirty-five, thirty-one. Uh, we got a snow game. Michigan State uh, winning thirty to twenty-seven against Penn State. That was fun to watch some winter football. Um, even though it's not winter yet, technically, not sure if it is, but uh, uh, Oregon uh, coming out with a ten and two record to end the year uh, with a big win over Oregon State, um, and Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma uh, at the end there with a the defensive stop, uh, and that's that's really about it, guys. Um, did you guys? Uh, we'll start with Tony. Uh, any anything else before we uh, move on to the NFL here? 
Uh, I got two things. Massive win for San Diego State over Boise State. They proved me wrong. I did not think they would show up, and they did. And uh, a classic North Carolina-NC State game uh, that went back and forth, and Sam Howell and his Tar Heels ultimately uh, kind of squandered that lead late. And a great win for San Diego – or uh, San Diego, North Carolina State. Yeah, that's really all I got. Okay. Parker? Yeah, I would like to touch on the uh, the ending of uh, Miami's season, uh, or you know, you know, not there. They're probably going to play in a bowl game, uh, seven or five. But forty-seven to ten win against Duke. Uh, their offense uh, flying out again. A lot of them freshmen, so could be coming back. I know uh, Charleston Rambo could possibly be a another one of those top receivers in the draft. Uh, eight receptions, one hundred and one yards, two touchdowns. Mm. Uh, Mike Harley as well, 13 catches and 96 yards. So uh, for the wide receivers, uh, TVD, uh, Trevor Van Dyke, or I think it's Tyler Van Dyke, sorry, Tyler Van Dyke. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, 34 for 49, uh, 381 yards, three touchdowns. Um, he had a few of those games this year. And uh, we'll see if uh, Manny Diaz stays at coach or, you know, they fire him and, and, and go elsewhere. Uh, Tony, what do you think? Do you think – they'll go get a new coach or do you think that they're just going to stick with Diaz? So far, the reports I've been hearing the last couple of days is they're going to stay with Manny Diaz, which um, in my opinion is probably not the right move. But I mean, this team does have a lot of momentum at the end of the year. So I, I guess maybe they might come out with a more answer after the bowl game. But I mean, I really right. kind of think he should go back to me being the defensive coordinator. I could opinion. also, uh, you know, there's been a lot of chatter online. Um, a lot of people think that that sticking with him is the right decision and that really what the change is needing is from the top. And that's like uh, a better AD that wants to fight and win games. Um, and, and that's really, you know, what it comes down to is, is how much how much do you want to have a successful program? And, mm-hmm. you know, we see it from Alabama. Georgia teams like that, how much pride that they have, and I just don't think Miami has a lot of pride right now. You said it great. Yeah, so um, that's gonna that's gonna close the door. If you guys don't have anything else, nope. Okay, nope. Perfect. Well, we'll get into the Turkey Day action for the NFL uh, Week Twelve. We'll start uh, <laughs> actually with the Bears. Uh, Tony, we had the Bears. Uh, looking pretty good. <laughs> Dalton looking solid against the Lions. Uh, Darnell Mooney. Uh, yeah, get your, get your laughs out before we, we talk about it. because <laughs> uh, For me, a, one, a win is a win. So, uh, Tony, what would you think about this one? I, I'm, yeah, I, I kind of guess so. I To be honest, after they got the winning touch or the winning field goal, I was kind of like so-so about it. Um, I do. I am really proud of their defense, though. I think their defense really stepped up in big moments in the game that gave their gave the Bears a chance there towards the end. Um, and uh, I think Jared Goff had a pretty solid day. He was twenty one to twenty five, and he still lost. But uh, yeah, you said it right. To Dalton made the throws in the plays there late. He got a crucial first down when I think it was third and. Four. It was it was third and nine, and then Detroit called back to back timeouts, and that's a delay of game penalty. So it turned Yikes. into a third and four, and then they played soft coverage. They got the easy throw underneath, and then yeah, they just could run the clock out. So kind of mixed emotions. Um, our boy Mooney had a hell of a game. 
And uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll see if they can carry the momentum. But I'd like to see a little bit more on offense, if I'm being honest. How about you, Parker? <laughs> How about me? Yeah. Uh, this game was just embarrassing to have on uh, Thanksgiving. They should have just flexed it out of there. Uh, who cares about this Detroit legacy of playing on Thanksgiving? Who who cares? We watch them lose every single year. It doesn't matter anymore. It's not a trend. Get it off not the national airwaves. No one needs to watch that crap. That being said, this game was a steam of it and it just was not a very good game um, at all if you watched it uh, hopefully uh, you were uh, you know having some some Thanksgiving lunch at the time or possibly uh, visiting with family members to take your attention off this game but um, yeah just a, a, a snooze fest uh, really was just uh, Matt Nagy just a, a last ditch effort to to uh, you know, potentially uh, save his job, which would not, you know, be shocking if if he was part of this team next year, uh, just by way of of how how uh, mediocre and um, you know thinking our team is right now. And I'd just like to say, uh, I think it was our longest drive of the season. Uh, I believe uh, that that eight minute drive to to kick the field goal, win the game. Um, and I'd just like to say, Matt Nagy, uh, you know, when we could be doing this with, with Justin Fields, I, I don't want to hear that Justin Fields is young and, and, and inexperienced and can't, can't handle the offense and all this like stuff like that. If you've got a guy that can play, he can play. It, it doesn't matter about if the offense is too hard. It's really just simple getting your guys into open field, giving your, your players good routes. It's it's crazy the amount of plays that that have comeback routes um, on them. Every receiver is running a comeback route, and it's 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 hard to keep the the play alive when you are trying to escape the a, a pocket and all the guys are just standing in one spot. I mean, there's video. There's just watching video footage of it is just simply, it's just hard to see. And with uh, a Rob you know, getting significantly less targets this year. It's just another thing to think of. He's probably, you know, all but, but you know, played his, his last games in Chicago. Um, so just a, a, a snooze fest game. Matt Nagy needs to go still. Nothing really uh, improved. Nothing showed out. No stars uh, to think of. So just uh, just one of a, a bleh game. Uh Aram, uh, did you uh, have the uh, uh, unfortunate uh, event of, of, of having to watch this game? So I, I watched the first two quarters, um, and I missed a lot of the third quarter, and I was back for the end of the game. So, you know, I mean, you, you honestly could have just watched the, the last two seconds of the game and been like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, honestly. Right. Well, you know, it's, it was good to see uh, Darnell Mooney. On Thanksgiving, but uh, really, that's about it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, good, good win for the Bears, if I can say that. Um, no. We can move on. <laughs> there is no, no. no a win is a winner, Rob. This team has Uh-oh. barely beaten Detroit <laughs> on several different occasions, and I know you guys had a hard time beating them too. But it's just this game is not. It, it feels just like that Vikings game, Rob. 
Who cares that we won? Who even cares? We almost lost to Detroit. We almost lost to them. How much confidence does that give me going into this week against Arizona? We're gonna get the our our barn doors blowing off. I mean, it's just gonna be it's gonna be embarrassing. But yeah, we can move on to the uh, to a, a a better game. Yeah, moving on. Probably the best um, game. We, yeah, we had the the Raiders um, pulling up an upset on the road, thirty six to thirty three. Um, and the Cowboys didn't really show 100% perfection on the field. They, they're very <laughs> leaky, uh, especially on their defense. Um, Hunter Renfro, eight catches, a buck 34. Uh, Josh Jacobs got going there. Um, and, you know, Derek Carr also having a good game. But, uh, yeah, the Raiders uh, upsetting them, 36-33. We're just going to go through these scores here. Uh, the Bills uh, on Thursday night football uh, went into New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, really – you kind of just put up a show, uh, Buffalo. Uh, you know, just uh, honestly, it's not really about what Buffalo did. The Saints just don't have offense. Uh, they mm. didn't st- sustain any drives in the game, and it was just ugly. Uh, and I, I assume that's going to be the New Orleans Saints uh, moving forward. So, Nolans, that's gonna that's gonna kind of close the door on the Turkey Day uh, game. So you know, wasn't hasn't you know there, there's been. Turkey days that have been more entertaining. Just got to say that. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, two two snoozers in a good game in the middle. So, right. What do you call that? Uh, 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 some kind of sandwich, but some how, kind of sandwich. I'll leave it as that. <laughs> <laughs> how was your guys's uh, Thanksgiving, by the way? Oh, it's very good. It was good. very very good. Yeah, yeah. it's good to hear. What about you, Tony? Dude, it was pretty solid. Just kind of hung around the house. Eat uh, a lot of food. You, you guys? Did you guys eat a lot or? At two plates. Two plates of food. Damn. Huh? Two plates. Yeah, I, w- I went nice. in. That's nice. That's very nice. Yeah. I had three. I had to go to three Thanksgivings, so it was a, it was a pretty busy day. Pretty <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, that sounds pretty busy. Sounds it pretty busy. busy. Um, it was. Yeah, so moving on, I hope you guys also did some good Black Friday shopping. Cause, I did. Uh, yeah, I certainly did, and we definitely talked about that. So we did. Uh, we got a fair <laughs> share of goodies. Uh, so, I hope you uh, well, all listeners did as well. Went out and got those those good savings and had a, a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. We have some football to talk about. And we'll start with the AFC North. Uh, the Bengals pulling up a massive upset. Uh, forty-one to ten against the Steelers is just a poor performance on the Steelers' side. Looks like oh. they're just kind of running off the trails there, and uh, they're—I don't know if Big Ben has a big, big future. Big Ben, and, uh, big done. Yeah, he's, oh. he's big done for sure. Um, <laughs> moving on, uh, we had the, the typical Tom Brady comeback at the end of the game, but uh, Leonard Fournette kind of just stole the show with four touchdowns. Um, and you know the Buccaneers won by a touchdown, and the Colts played good enough to win. But just the Buccaneers, oh, they they. I just like to cut it really quick. I almost got the score right. I predicted thirty four thirty one, and the final score Dude, was 38, 30, 31. I did thirty four thirty one, and I was I was getting excited because I'm like I'm like they're gonna come down and they're gonna kick a field goal to win oh. it, and then Leonard Fournette breaks a run and into the end zone. Yeah, so uh, we were. Um. <laughs> Then the the next one we have uh, the Dolphins at home just obliterating the Panthers. Cam Newton didn't look good at, at all. Uh, the Dolphins have now won four straight. They're back in the mix. Um, but just for the Panthers, just yuck. They lose Chris McCaffrey for the year. Um, Cam Newton had a terrible QBR, and it was just not good. 
Um, and uh, the next one, we had the Patriots winning at home 36-13. The Titans didn't show any chance of uh, winning in this game. You know, they made good plays here and there. They just don't have their offensive firepower. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd just like to say um, I've been on the uh, Patriots side pretty much all season so far, and, and I'd just like to say that, you know, that – them being at, at number one in the whole AFC is just uh, a, a nice sight f- for me to see, you know, being, Same. I've been, you know, on their, on their backs all season. So. Yeah. And it uh, looks like they're going to carry that into the playoffs, I assume. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, moving on, we have the NFC East division matchup, the Giants and the Eagles. Jalen Rager dropped two touchdown passes on the final drive. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Uh, the Eagles <laughs> dropped to five to seven. I'm sure they, they really, really regret that pick. But uh, moving on, uh, I really don't want to move on to this <laughs> one. Imagine if they could have drafted someone better at that yeah, position. Yeah, imagine. They had one guy in particular right in their hands, and they couldn't yeah. uh, pull the trigger. I can't think of his uh, name. Yeah, I can't think of it either. But rhymes with uh, Pustin Pepperson. Pe- <laughs> 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 I don't know if you guys could solve that riddle, but uh, we'll move on. Um, the Falcons, um, 21-14 over the Jaguars. The <laughs> The Jaguars just show no life. It's it's embarrassing at this point. Even at home, they have no home field advantage. They're, they're letting a team that got obliterated on Thursday night to the Patriots <laughs> come into their home and score seven <laughs> points on the first quarter, second quarter, and the third quarter. So <laughs> just brutal for the, the Jaguars. They, they show no life, and they are the worst team in the NFL. Um, and talking about the worst teams in the NFL, we had the Jets and Texans. <laughs> same, with the same, I was one point score. off this – this game here, Jesus. twenty-one to thirteen is what I predicted, and the final score was twenty-one to fourteen. God, wow. that's, a, that's, a, that's a close game. But you just uh, can't get your break. I know. I'm the <laughs> only year. one that hasn't gotten one yet. Would, <laughs> would you guys be intrigued to know about the leading wide receiver of this game? Yeah, let's hear it. Braxton Berrios, two catches for forty-seven yards. Yeah, the U <laughs> representing the U. Let's go! And the leading God. rusher was uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, sixteen rushes for sixty-seven yards. And the uh, loser ball goes to the Jets. Um, moving on to the uh, three o'clock games, the Broncos beating the Chargers—an impressive win by the Broncos. You know they're playing well at home. Um, if only they had all home games, they maybe have a chance <laughs> to make the playoffs. But I don't think that's the case. But <laughs> Um, right. Honestly, if I were a Chargers fan, we can kind of stop on this one and talk about it a little bit. I, I'd be kind of concerned with the Chargers because they've shown a little bit of kind of they, – they're, they're not like they were the first couple of weeks, and I'm not sure what happened. They, I know. They just – Yeah, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has a lot to do with it too. He's playing good football, but he's also dealing with battle line play at times and drops. <laughs> it just drops from True. Eckler that turns into pick sixes and just other stuff and – um, I don't know, Tony. Do you think uh, the Chargers they can get back on track? Because they're six and five, and that's not where I really expected them to be. Same here, and yeah, it's it's kind of scary to see uh, them put up forty one points last week, and then for them to be down twenty eight seven in the fourth quarter. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Herbert being their leading rusher, it's uh, that's not going to win you games. Just being honest. Right. Um, right. So yeah, there's there's definitely some things they some kinks they got to even out. If they want to be a for real team, and I would like to say they will because they have the weapons, and I think the people that's necessary. But I guess only time will tell us if they do. How about you, Parker? Uh, yeah, um, it's just just weird what's what's happening with them. So I don't know what is going on, but 
uh, started off really hot with uh, you know new coach Staley, but now it's just kind of hit a little road block, a little roadblock, <laughs> and uh, uh, killed their their uh, charge. So we'll right. see uh, we'll see how they do uh, the last little part of the season here. All right, and another team that's kind of concerned us over the last couple of weeks, the Rams. You know, losing to the Packers now. Yeah, they're also L.A. losers right now, both of them. Right, and Agreed. you know Matthew Stafford, he hasn't played his best football. He's dealing with a ton of injuries, but you know I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the team <laughs> getting Von Miller. I've not heard his name once on the stat mm-hmm. sheet. Me not neither. sure if he's done anything, but uh, yeah, the, just a, a big Packers win. They're they're five and zero at home, um, oh. and they they won thirty six to twenty eight, uh, and uh, we can move on if you guys didn't have any thoughts on that. Um, nope. Yeah, we'll we'll move on to the Forty ers and the Vikings. Uh, I, I don't like to complain about referees too much. I don't think that's fair all the time because the game comes down to more than just refereeing. But there are some calls in that game where I'm just like, I don't understand how Me they don't either. see it. And uh, it's it's on the tape, so it's not like I'm talking out of my rear end. It's it's there on tape. You can see holds, blatant holds, blatant catches that were called non-catches. But mm-hmm. I was they, just going to say that, that – uh... Adam Thielen catch was literally a catch, and then we everyone in the literally whole building thought that that was going to be a catch, and then they come out and say it's a no catch. Like what? This doesn't make sense to me much. But uh, anyways, the Vikings didn't play uh, well enough to win. Uh, they lose Dalvin Cook uh, to a shoulder injury for a couple weeks, I believe. Uh, not season ending, so good for them. But they couldn't stop the run. They were without their uh, entire defensive line, basically. Uh, Goodness. Just not, not a good game. Uh, Tony, I didn't, uh, don't know if you watched this one, but just uh, kind of disappointing uh, on my end here. Uh, but uh, bad refereeing, bad bad play for us. Yeah, for sure. I watched this game a little bit in and out. I was kind of moving around with the family on the on Sundays. But, uh, yeah, just I feel like the Vikings had so much to overcome, too. I mean, everything that, like, they would try to get something and then, like, Something would go for the 49ers way. I, like you said, I'm still looking for the flag on that KJ, uh, the KJ Osborne play. Right, um, that too. I, it's about as, and it's in the middle of the field. I right. don't know how in you front of the that. Eyes. He's standing like 10 yards away. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll say that good effort from the Vikings. I think they fought through a lot of adversity, obviously losing Delvin for a good chunk of the second half. And they still showed a good amount of fight. Um, but, yeah, just the 49ers just <laughs> – I, I thought it was funny because the 49ers did, like, everything almost right on that last drive. They take, like, seven minutes off and they miss a field goal. <laughs> so, right. I was like, oh, all that for that. But, uh, yeah, it's tough, tough loss for the Vikings. Hopefully they can rebound. And uh, the 49ers are above 500. So, big win. How are you, Park? Yeah, Ram, I just got a quick question for you. Um you think you could explain to me what was going through uh, uh, Kirk's mind when he lined up under the guard instead of the center? <laughs> there, there was a lot going on that place. So I can walk it, walk you guys through it. So <laughs> we're, we're at the goal line. Game's on the line. And our <laughs> wide receiver core, entire wide receiver core, lines up on the right side of the field. And there's something wrong with that because that was not the play call. Apparently, Kirk starts to yell at these guys to go on the other side. <laughs> He spends the next five to ten seconds telling these guys to go on the other side of the field. And when they do, Kirk walks up to the right guard. And the right guard literally looks behind him and tells him, I'm not your guy, pal. <laughs> 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 two, 
embarrassing things happened on one play, and it happened to be in the most important time part of the of game, game. <laughs> important time, uh, important area on the field, and that's just the most Vikings thing ever. So that's no, that's the play that he threw question. the ball into the dirt, into the dirt, right? Or, or was that not? No, he called a timeout on that one, and that was the uh, fourth down, I believe, that went uh, over Justin Jefferson's head. I believe that was the one. Or I might be thinking about another one. Or was it a two-point conversion or something like that? One of those. One of those. Uh, Threw into the dirt or something. I don't know. But yeah, just a really weird game. Um, I mean, San Francisco dominated. Debo Samuel got hurt as well. So. Um, he's, uh, you know, Ram, you, I believe he's on your fantasy team. Uh, right, GG, by the way. GG, great game, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I traded him away for Devontae Adams. It's not a bad move. But, oh, uh, no, that's not bad at all, honestly. But, yeah, just, uh, uh, you know, Minnesota coming off uh, probably their uh, best win of the whole season last week um, against the Pack. But uh, this week, uh, their loss now puts them, which they used to be second in the wild card race, now they are fourth and out of a wild card spot. And not only to mention that, but you look at the uh, uh, teams that are behind them, uh, Falcons, Saints, Eagles, Panthers are all five and six, and then the Eagles are five and seven. But, uh, you know, one one more loss on the season around, and we've, we've probably got to be, you know, starting to think that uh, they're not going to make it this year. Right, I am. I am pleased to see some of the teams that are behind us being absolute trash. The Saints, the Saints. I mean, there's a few teams that you know could could get in, could, uh, could. make some surprises. The Falcons are, you know, silently playing some pretty decent football right now. So uh, they have Patterson. Cordero Patterson. They'll do quite well uh, if they are not with him. They're a disaster. So. Mm-hmm. It's and, to, uh, to be honest, the Saints are kind of a wild card right now because um, it looks like Taysom Hill is going to be starting uh, this next game. So right. we'll see if uh, the new player can, you know, re-drive that, that crumbling offense. But, yeah, um, you know, you guys, Washington f- football team as well, uh, is, is holding the last spot there. So just, uh, you know, one loss, one win could, could change uh, the whole – pattern of the uh wild card so there's a a lot of close teams and you know i'm not even i don't want us to make the playoffs but uh the bears sitting there at four and seven uh if they get a win they're sitting at five and seven and you know theoretically if washington minnesota atlanta new orleans philadelphia Carolina and the Giants all lost. The Bears would be in a wild card spot. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Yikes! So that is the state uh, of the NFC. That is, uh, it is the state of the NFC, and I've, I've always thought that the AFC uh, was a better division, and it kind of shows over there right now. They've got a few seven and four teams battling, and the uh, Chargers, the uh, holding on to that third spot. So. uh Aram, uh, sorry for uh, the loss of Devin Cook, but uh, good news coming out that uh, it wasn't, you know, season ending or, you know, some, something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, really cool to see all the players coming and uh, taking a knee as well because they know how much he means uh, to that team. So but, uh, we'll see what uh, Madison can do and potentially the, the rookie. Uh, yeah, so... you know, honestly, I'd, I'd, you know, give, give him, him a, a shot. shot. He's been... 
you know, leading the league in, in uh, return touchdowns uh, this year. So uh, Remember the name, Kenny Wongu. I don't even want to attempt it. I don't even want to attempt it. I'd be at least happy if he gets, you know, five touches a game a on a five, five Just a few. I mean, we don't need to, you know, split carries or anything like that. But just He's to, like you know, Tony see Pollard. what this guy's got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe exactly. like a gadget guy, but we'll we'll see against Detroit. You can do almost anything against Detroit, uh, but we can also lose against them. But we'll see. Oh, that, uh, is, that, is that who you guys play next week? Yeah, we wow. play Detroit. We play the scary, oh, winless team. Bite uh, your kneecaps so, off, Dan Campbell. Yeah, maybe he may uh, wake up feeling kind of dangerous and uh, biting some <laughs> more, kneecaps. But, uh, more, more like, uh, more like you know, scratchy with a little fingernail, Dan Dan Campbell. I mean, that's right. what they're doing. You know, it reminds me, if I can make a, maybe Tony may uh, uh, know about this one, but uh, in Family Guy, they had a bunch of powers because they were in toxic waste, and Meg had the great power of growing her fingernails. And she, she, she scratched everybody, while that's everyone right. else had really, really awesome powers. Meg nails. That's, that's Dan funny. Campbell right now. I yeah, remember that. Dan Campbell. He's looking at that's the rest, great. he's looking at the rest of the NFL flying away from him, and he's like... Yeah, well, you know, I can scratch you. Right. Well, uh, we'll see if they can start biting instead of scratching, uh, and yeah. we'll move on uh, to Sunday Night Football, <laughs> where uh, Lamar Jackson threw four picks, uh, four interceptions, but uh, still ran for 68 yards. Uh, not sure if he threw for a touchdown, but, uh, you know, he just got first downs when they needed it. Needed it. Uh, they played good defense. Baker Mayfield is not healthy. and He did throw for, throw for a touchdown. Oh yeah, I the think magical it was Andrews. Andrews, yeah. Andrews, yeah, yeah, it was that crazy one. Yeah, yeah. He he's yeah. the type of quarterback where you can have a bad game and still rebound Somehow, because he's going to get the ball. Yeah, right. amen. Um, moving on, uh, Tony. Actually, I made a mistake. We'll go back to the Buccaneers game a little bit, but uh, uh, Seattle. Um, they they lost <laughs> on the road on Monday night, uh, seventeen to fifteen. Uh, just rough game. Good, good for the Washington team to kind of come through and stay in the wild card race. But uh, I think what we'll do is we'll go back to that Buccaneers game and talk a little bit more in depth about that one. Uh, Tony didn't know if you tuned it, tuned into this uh, twelve o'clock game. Uh, it was kind of back and forth, a fun game. The the, the Colts had the lead, uh, and then you kind of saw the Buccaneers marching back and back and back, and finally uh, pulling away there. Definitely, yeah. I actually had to work on Sunday when this game was on, but uh, I was tracking it, and yeah, when it was twenty-four to fourteen at halftime and seventeen to seven, even um, I was a little bit concerned. Wow, I was like, wow, they're uh, the Colts are f- coming out flying, and and even though they were kind of trading uh, score for score, the the Colts seemed like they were the better team. But then that third quarter was really all uh, all Tampa Tam. Tom Tampa, I'm sorry. Uh, Tom, Tampa Tam. Tampa. You guys heard it here first. Tampa Tam. Tampa We'd love Tam. to see that. Put that in the blooper. Uh, huge second half for the uh, the Buccaneers. They proved that they were the better team. Um, Leonard Fournette, three touchdowns. I think he had four overall. Um, Brady got Gronk. Gronk was the leading wide receiver. Um, I thought that was pretty impressive. I also um, believe, yeah, I think he's leading his team in receiving yards as well. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought he was. Maybe. Uh, and uh, a big, uh, big answer to no, that can't be the last couple weeks. Um, the Buccaneers kept Mr. Jonathan Taylor somewhat in check. No, he's um, not. 
he did uh he did get a touchdown but had less than 100 yards receiving and usually when that happens obviously the Colts don't do very well so Carson Wentz tried to do what he could three touchdowns but did have two picks and Mr. Brady had over 220 yards passing himself had an efficient day and uh, yeah the defense made some stops when they needed it so definitely a good a little bit of a a little bit of a worry game but um i think at the end of the day this was kind of a tough game and i think a lot of teams would have probably lost so big win for tampa and the momentum continues for them parker what did you think about this one yeah um, i i was watching this one back and forth um uh on on sunday but I I really enjoyed this one. This one was a very close game. I mean, at, at first, you know, Tom Brady did not look too good. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor really didn't didn't get going either uh, until the uh, like the second half, I believe. But uh, yeah, just a, a close game. You know, for the longest, we thought that the Colts, you know, might pull this game, uh, pull this one off. And you know, they've been been climbing week to week. But you know, Brady gets back on track uh, this week and. Uh, you know he's just looking. He's he's looking pretty good still uh, this season. I I think that uh, Tampa Bay is still uh, one of the uh, more premier teams in the league, uh, minus the kind of few struggles that we've seen them have. But Leonard Fournette just uh, busted that one uh, wide open. Uh, he had you know like Tony mentioned four touchdowns on the day. So back to back weeks we've seen running backs dominate games. Last week we've seen. Uh, Jonathan Taylor dominate, and this week we've seen uh, Leonard Fournette dominate. So, uh, very good game. Yeah, I agree, and it came down to the wire. I thought uh, the Colts did a good job, uh, Carson Wentz. You know, he did he did well, but also he has that boneheadedness um, on the half yeah. of his game. So, you know, I think the Colts are just going to have to deal with that. They're going to have to deal with the good and the bad of Carson Wentz, and we kind of saw that uh, full flesh there. So, uh, overall, great game. Uh, fun game to watch, um, and we'll move on. Uh, that's actually going to close the door uh, to our NFL action here. Uh, Tony, we'll we'll start with you. Any final thoughts of the NFL uh, season this uh, turkey weekend here? Yeah, we we had some good uh, matchups, I think. I, I know we kind of say that. But, uh, we really did have some entertaining games. Uh, we learned kind of, again, that the Steelers are uh, in shambles, I think. I feel I really feel bad for Ben Roethlisberger. Um They've allowed 82 points in the last two games on defense. Um, the Panther, or the, excuse me, the Dolphins are looking, trending way up. Um, I'm still gushing over that Patriots offense every time I watch them. Ugh. Um, let's see what Same else. Here. Yeah, the again, kind of just to go off of what you guys were talking about earlier, um, the Rams, just a lot more questions. They sign all these big defensive names, and they're still – Allowing thirty plus a game, and that's not uh, helpful at all. Um, and then, yeah, the, Lamar finds a way again to win. Um, I just it was kind of like a so-so game because it was just so many. I mean, it's just like every time a team got a chance. I mean, the Browns got the ball, I think, inside the forty-yard line of Baltimore twice in the last minute of the first half, and they didn't score any points. I just think that's. Mm-hmm. Crazy, but that's really all I got for this week. Do you got any final thoughts, Parker? Yeah, just a nice, solid week. Um, I think we can uh, we can all agree that watching the Bears is is kind of boring without Fields in there. Uh, Andy Dalton, we've seen what he can do. Uh, nothing, you know, really exciting coming out of that. But 
317 uh, yards, sir. Yeah, for I mean, your information. I mean, he he did have a good stat <laughs> day, but I mean, look at the look at the uh, uh, it's a scoreboard. I mean, it was 16 to 14. I mean, what a game! Barn burner, barn burner. But I'd also like to say, um, Jimmy Graham with his touchdown on on uh, Thursday passed former Hurricane. And former Colt Reggie Wayne for the most receiving touchdowns by a Hurricane in the NFL. So, wow. very cool kind Goodness. of stat coming out of that game uh, for Mr. Uh. Jimmy uh, Jimmy Graham, who's had a, a great great career, whether some think or not. Uh, he's he's definitely one of the one of those tight ends. So, I, I think he's had a good career. He was awesome to watch in his uh, prime with uh, the. You Saints. guys think he? Possibly could be in the uh, Hall of Fame. I would say he would need a stint with another team to win a Super Bowl. If he wins a Super Bowl, I think his legacy will kind of shine a little bit more. But uh, if he, if he like if he's involved with the Super Bowl run or a deep playoff run, then maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd almost be inclined to think that you know just, you know, based off of of, of how dominant he was, you know, in his prime that, uh, you know, he could maybe squeak in there, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to see how that goes for the rest of his mm-hmm. career, but this, uh, a weird little stat that I've seen over the weekend. Definitely. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll close the door then and we'll, we'll, we'll go into our predicting side here and we'll start with, uh, the, uh, championship week, um, or weekend for college football. It's technically week 14. Uh, and there's just good games all around. They're they're ranked teams. They're good record, uh, good records going against each other. And of course, there's that Alabama and Georgia game, which we'll get into later. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll start with one starting on Friday, um, where we have uh, Utah, and it's that I think they're in neutral stadiums. They're they're not going to be uh, at any of the opponents or, or the home teams' uh, stadiums. This is going to be in uh, Vegas, <laughs> Utah. Uh, hosting in quotation marks uh, Oregon, uh, Tony. We we have a good matchup on our hands here. Oregon, they they they're doing a good job. Anthony Brown, he's he's kind of showing why he belongs as a quarterback. Maybe not as an NFL prospect, but for this year and this year only, uh, he's doing a, a good job of bouncing back and just in time for the the championship game here. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Totally agree. Yeah, I think Anthony Brown. We we kind of criticized him a couple weeks ago, and I think he's been very efficient the last couple weeks. Um, to get well, you know, throw out the Utah game a couple weeks ago, but before that, yeah, is um, this a rematch? This, this is, is a rematch. rematch. So, is this a rematch? So Oregon gets another chance at uh, kind of redemption here. Um, if I'm being honest, uh, the last time these two played each other, Oregon did beat Utah, um, with Justin Herbert, but that was a few years ago. Um, so I'm gonna go. I think Utah. I really like Utah. Their running back is insane. Uh, I think Thomas or whatever is his last name. Plus, they they got the motivation of um, I think two of their two players from their college football team earlier this year were unfortunately uh, they passed away. So they're really like kind of put like honoring the season for them. So I think Utah wins this game. Um, they are the favorite mm-hmm. uh, at the moment. So I think Utah wins. Uh, I think. It'll- I think it's gonna be thirty-eight. So I think uh, Utah thirty-one twenty-seven. Okay. How about you, Parker? 
Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a close game as well. Um, I th- I think that uh, it's it's really hard to beat a team twice, and something has me just telling me to pick uh, Oregon in, in this one. So I think I'm going to pick Oregon. Uh, I think that they're going to win um, 31 to 26. Yeah, Parker, that's a that's a good thought process. Um, I, I think uh, Oregon they'll they'll try to avoid being too pass heavy. Uh, uh, Troy Die, he's been um, just their workhorse this whole season, and I'm sure they'll uh, try try to depend on him uh, the the entire game. But with that being said, I think uh, just seeing what I saw uh, against Utah the last time they played, it just was not good. Um, and I'm uh, for that reason, I'm just going to stick with Utah. I'll say 27-24 Utah uh, with the win, uh, and that will move us on to Oklahoma State and Baylor. This will be played in Arlington, Texas. Uh, and, Tony, we have two good teams uh, with two. Uh, it's 11-1 uh, and one Oklahoma State versus 10-2 uh, Baylor. Uh, how do you see this one playing out here? Definitely. So Oklahoma State, I believe this will be their first appearance in the Big 12 championship game. Obviously, that uh, the division that they're in is um, either they're used. Oh, actually, the Big 12 is uh, decided by the top two in the standing. So actually, I take that back. But uh, this is the first time they'll be playing in uh, AT&T Stadium for the Big 12 championship. I think what I saw last week um, is enough to convince me that the, the go pokes are going to win. Um, I think Baylor definitely is a very deserving team to be there as well. But uh, I, I think the Cowboys win this one with their defense. Um, so I'm going to go 28-17 to 17, Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. How about you, Parker? Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma State as well. Um, I, I think that, you know, with their, their big win over their, you know, huge arch nemesis rival, um, Oklahoma last week. I I think that you know riding off those coattails that that they're going to beat Baylor uh, twenty seven to eighteen. Nice. Yeah, um, I I think Oklahoma State has the edge defensively. Uh, they're allowing just a little bit uh, less than uh, Baylor here, and I think it's going to come ta- come down to defense. And I I think OK State has the advantage there. I'll, I'm going to say uh, OK State uh, twenty three to twenty one, close game, um, and we will move on. To the next one here, we have Utah State. We don't usually uh, predict them. Utah State uh, at San Diego State. This will be played in Carson, California. Uh, Tony, this all, all points kind of uh, go towards San Diego State with this one, but uh, do you think uh, Utah State has a chance for an upset here? I do. They, uh, their quarterback, Mr. Logan Bonner, has 32 touchdown passes on the year, so he's very capable of keeping them in it. However, uh, the last time I picked against San Diego State, they proved me wrong, so I'm going to stay with the momentum. So I think San Diego State wins the Mountain West Championship um, 31-21. to How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be siding with you um on this one as well, Tony. Uh, I I picked against uh San Diego or I don't know when I picked against San Diego State. I think I picked against them and they and they won. But um <laughs> uh yeah, I think that that they're going to uh, they're going to win this game as well. Um I'm going to go uh 31 to 23. All right. Yeah. Uh, I also picked against uh, San Diego State last <laughs> week, and I got burned for that. Um, and I'm going to pick them this week. I'm going to say 34-14 San Diego State. 
They end the uh, year on a win uh, and a good year for them. Uh, moving on, we have Louisiana and Appalachian State, an interesting matchup. Uh, this will be played where a Cajun field. Uh, so uh, <laughs> not sure how this is going to go. I haven't really paid attention to both of these teams, um, but I, I think – uh, sorry, uh, Tony, I'll let you go first. I, I have a, a little surprise for my prediction, but I'll let you go first here. Wow, how about that? Uh, so this is a very intriguing matchup. This is App State. If you don't know, they are the team earlier in the year that upset Coastal Carolina um, when Carolina was, I think, 14th ranked. Um, so they got a lot of momentum, and I believe App State has won the last two Sun Belt conference championships and i believe they were against louisiana uh, the very team that they're playing today or on saturday so um you know what though with every run comes an end and i think it's time for a new champion i think louisiana continues their magical season i think they get the job done at home uh and i i only say that because they're at home because this is a home game for them it's one of the weird conference championship games where there actually is a – it's not a neutral site. But uh, anyway, uh, I think Louisiana gets the job done at home. Um, I'm going to say 28-24. to 28-24. Okay. Yeah. How about you, yeah, um I'm going to go with uh, Charles Tillman's alma, alma mater, uh, Louisiana. I think uh, they uh, will win this game as well, Tony. Uh, I see it's, it's – it looks like it's going to be a, a pretty close one, 10-2 versus 11-1. So – Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those, you know, pretty good uh, out of market, uh, you know, conference championship games. Uh, I got uh, Louisiana winning thirty-one to five. I'm gonna get an upset on this one, guys. I'm gonna Ooh. say thirty-seven thirty App State. I don't know much about App State. So they're gonna get an upset here, um, and that's gonna actually move us on to probably the game of the week, game of the year, whatever you want to call it. Um, we got a doozy on our hands. Kent State yeah. to Northern Illinois. Oh, oh yeah. Man, oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. We have Bama and Georgia. Uh, Three-ranked <laughs> Bama and first-ranked Georgia. This will be played, looks like, in Georgia. Um, oh, Mercedes-Benz. So, yeah. regardless, I think it's going to be packed with Georgia fans. Uh, Tony, can, can you kind of debacle what's going to go on here? Oh, man, I... After this past week for Alabama against Auburn, I'm not really sure yet, but I, I do think that they'll bounce back, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. we, we don't see Alabama usually go through any stretch of a few games where they struggle. So I think I think they'll play a lot better. But through and through, Georgia has been the best team in college football from start to finish this season, in my opinion. And I think that they are going to prove that. And I think Georgia is going to win – a thriller, thirty-four to thirty-one over Alabama to win the SEC title. How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go uh, be a uh, homer on this one and uh, take Alabama. Um, I, I don't know why I said homer, but uh, I've always been a, a, a kind of a, a close knit uh, Bama f- uh, not fan, but uh, oh, just God. just just like to see them win. But. Uh, <laughs> um, I think they're, they're going to win again, uh, being uh, the underdog in this game, something kind of unfamiliar to them. Uh, 26-24, um, I think we're going to see them play uh, a very good game. Um, 
hopefully uh, it's it's the game of the year. Hopefully it's not a blowout or you know uh, something like that. But uh, should should be a, a a dandy in uh, the Falcons stadium. Right, and uh, for this one, I, I I feel like I need to predict against my 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 brain here because my brain is telling me you know Georgia, like Tony said, Georgia has played unf- <laughs> uh, unbelievable football throughout the year, and Bama they don't really look like their old Bama team but with that being said i kind of want to just go with the uh, the coaching matchup i'm gonna take nick saban or if, if i don't pick nick saban i'll i feel like i'll regret it um <laughs> yeah 21 17 bama i think this is gonna be a classic um and it'll be a fun game but uh yeah well i'm sure we'll all watch it looks like it's gonna be a three o'clock game uh and we will not probably be watching this next one here in cincinnati uh 12 going against houston 11 and 1 uh, fourth ranked Cincinnati and twenty first ranked Houston. Uh, Tony, uh, do you think uh, Cincinnati can kind of complete their magical season here and uh, get this uh, important uh, win here? I think they will, but they're going to be playing definitely. I would argue the hardest team that they've played all season, and yes, that even includes Notre Dame. Houston on a eleven game winning streak. They lost their opening game to Texas Tech. Since then, they have won eleven in a row. Um, I think this is arguably, for Cincinnati's case too, I think this is a team that they want to play because this is a chance for them to really prove to the college football playoff committee that they deserve to be in the playoffs. Um, of beating Again, I don't let the ranking of 21 deceive you for Houston. This team is legit. Um, they have an offense that is very consistent. Um, it's been a minute since they've scored under 30 points in a game. So I think this is really the biggest test for Cincinnati, and I am going to go Cincinnati on this one. I think since them being at home, they will eke it out, but they're 10.5-point favorites. I don't think it's going to be that that far apart. I think it's going to be a lot closer. So I have Cincy winning, um, let's go 27-24. to 24. Close How about one. you, Parker? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with uh, Cincy as well, Tony. Uh, I think uh, Desmond Ritter, he's, uh, he wants to play in one of these big, these big games, uh, get his name out there to the, you know, the, the people that might not know it. But uh, I think uh, the, they're going to win as well, 31 to 23. And that's, this one, uh, this one might, might be one of the more underranked uh, championship games uh, this weekend as – as Aram uh, made fun of it uh, at the beginning uh, of this, uh, <laughs> of this thing, uh, I don't think it's uh, something to make sorry. fun of. Uh, I, I think it'll be a good game, Aram. Okay. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, I did not mean it. <laughs> uh, um, I, Tony, you kind of went over it uh, beautifully. Um, Cincinnati, they have a chance to really prove and prove it why uh, maybe they deserve to be uh, higher on the rankings. They've been kind of uh, flirting with uh, number one. Uh, they, they probably think they deserve to be number one, but uh, they never got to that point. They're at number four, and they're undefeated. So uh, right now this is a, a must-win for them, and this is a chance to prove it. I think they're going to win big 27-6. to six, And just for you guys, wow. I think I'll tune into this one just a little bit. You can uh, go back and guys. forth. Yeah, I'll go back. <laughs> depending on what, uh, depending says, on what channel. He says we're not going to watch this probably, he says. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on ABC. looks like ABC and CBS will be the, the, the channels five. I'll be tuning into. Yeah. Um, and also, we got a... We got another one. Looks like it's going to be at 7 p.m. though. Uh, Iowa versus Michigan. And uh, Tony, 
they're kind of, you know, they have a chance to pull off a home win here. Um, I don't want to discredit what Michigan did last week, but uh, uh, look out for Iowa this week. Agreed. Uh, such a roller coaster season for them, um, being as high as two. Um, then I think suffering a couple losses um, to Wisconsin and Penn State or uh, Purdue, excuse me, Purdue. Um, and yeah, at, at the end of the day, they're one win away from winning the Big Ten title and definitely going to what would be the old style, the BCS or New Year's Six Bowl. Um, However, I just oh, – I picked Michigan. I respect them too much now. They shut me down and last week, and um, all I can do is kind of just – I'm not going to ride their boat because I don't do that with the team up north, but um, I will pick the smart pick, and I'll pick Michigan 28-17 in the Big Ten championship game. How about you, Parker? Yeah, you know, Tony, I don't, I don't know how you can do that. Um, I'm going to – I'm going to just pick against them just for just to spite uh just to spite wow. them. So um I'm going to pick uh, I'm going to pick Iowa. Uh, I'm going to speak it into existence, Tony. Uh, I hope we don't need do. Michigan winning any more games. So I think happen. uh I think Iowa wins this game. It's going to be a very close one. John Harbaugh, I think used all of his coaching power in that game last week. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Jim Jim <laughs> Jimothy John Jim Jim <laughs> Jimeth Jimeth uh, Harbaugh is gonna uh, go out there, and you know he's gonna struggle against Iowa. I think. I think Iowa wins this game. It's gonna be close though. Uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Ooh, seven twenty-four. Well, uh, Jimothy Harbaugh. Um, I, I think he had <laughs> Jimeth. <laughs> Jimeth Harbaugh had the biggest win of his career in Michigan um, over Ohio State last week. I think it comes to an end. Their fairy tale comes to an end. Ooh. Iowa. I think they'll play some dominant football on the ground and they'll play yes. good defense. Uh, I'll talk it into existence as well. Twenty six thirteen Iowa, uh, um, Iowa. Um, and we'll move on. <laughs> Noody. Uh, Noody. Wake Forest, the sixteenth ranked versus Pittsburgh. Uh, two teams that are kind of just in the middle of the ranking system here, um, but a, a good game nonetheless. Uh, this will be played in North Carolina, so I'm. Um, I'm sure this will be a good one, Tony. Uh, can you kind of – it's it's two, it's two ten and two teams, so uh, can you yeah, kind of break this one down here? Yeah, I'll do my best. So this is going to be played at the Carolina Panthers NFL Stadium in Ooh. Charlotte. Bank uh, of America? Bank of America. Bank of America, since it's uh, it's been played there since I think like actually a long time. Uh, but anyways, yep, so you got – Two really solid quarterbacking prospects in this game. You got Ken Pickett and you got Sam Hartman. Um, both have combined for 74 touchdowns uh, on the season. Kenny Pickett passing the 4,000 passing yards mark uh, last week. And I, I'm i just going to say, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. Boy, there goes that man, Kenny Pickett. Uh, so I'm going to pick Pittsburgh because of that. I think uh, Wake Forest definitely has the offense to make this a shootout, and I think it will be. However, I have Pittsburgh winning 41-38. to 38. Hmm. Uh, How about you, Parker? Barnberg. Yeah, uh, I think Pittsburgh's going to win this game as well. I, I see here they're on a four-game win streak. I think ever since they lost to Miami, uh, they've, right. they've been winning. So uh, they've they've been winning a lot, and uh, I see here also they are 5-0 oh on the road. 
Wow. Uh, and this is, you know, technically one of those, you know, road games, uh, even though it's uh, technically their home. But um, and, and Wake Forest is four and two on the road. So, uh, and you know, they're not at home either. But um, it, I, it's going to be close. Uh, I think, uh, like you said, Kenny Pickett's going to going to show out. Uh, it's going to be 33 to 23. It's actually my biggest point differential so far, I believe. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, well, uh, I, I don't want to pick against Wake Forest because they've had such a good season and they're a tough team at home. But uh, like you guys said, uh, Kenny Pickett, I think he's going to kind of show out here uh, on the road. I'm saying 38-31, uh, so that would uh, complete this fun week of college football. I hope you guys enjoy it. Wait, we didn't talk fun. about Western Kentucky or Kent State and Northern Illinois. Oh, did you guys want to talk about that one? That was not on my list. Definitely not. I mean, no? Okay. I mean, 8-4 and four, Kentucky versus UT- UTSA, who has been, you know, one of those good no teams thanks. all year long. They blew their opportunity last week. So okay. we will move on. Parker, we'll, we'll, Kent State. we'll follow up on this and see if it was actually a good game. Okay, yeah, you're going you're gonna to shut them. You're going to shut out. He is again. We'll see. I'm sorry. We'll see if it, actually, I'll revisit this. I actually missed those. I'll be honest. I <laughs> didn't even realize we skipped over them. <laughs> I just went over the ranked teams. Right. Uh, top 25. The, the top 25 fine. does not show it. So that's, that's True. my process. The, good point. I'm sticking the, to it. It's the Conference USA <laughs> Championship as well as the MAC Championship. So. I put a, a 2% possibility of you watching any of those games. So I think we'll move on. I'd put it lower than that even. <laughs> 1.25. So there it is. Uh, we'll, we'll close the door on that. We'll, we'll recap that if you would like, Parker, uh, just for the sake of the fans, because I'm sure you got some fans out there that really want to oh, do yeah. it. Just like, yeah. um, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll stop oh, with that. Boy. and We'll go to the NFL side because we got a dandy. Yeah, but what about the news of the week? That, got that Tony's going to bring us from, from college football. Some of the oh, more shocking right. I'm a little news. bit – I'm kind of just jumping the gun here. Sorry, boys. We got some news. Okay. We got some coaches going everywhere. We got players coming out and saying, oh, our coach said this a couple of days ago. We got players on the, on the run. Tony, can you break this down? Oh, yes. my goodness. Break it down I'll for do us, Tony. Let's break it down. Try to unscramble this madness. Dude, I'll unscramble you. Uh, so following Oklahoma's – Threaten me with a good time. You got it. Uh, right. Following Oklahoma's tough 37-33 loss this past Saturday night, early Sunday and into Monday, reports were that Mr. one Mr. Lincoln Riley had agreed to terms to leave the University of Oklahoma and now and is now the head coach for the University of Southern California Trojans. The USC Trojans have mm. their new head coach. It has been confirmed he is already out there, um, and he is now saying that USC will be the quote-unquote mecca of college football, which uh, one of his prior team's players uh, on Oklahoma said that he said that very same thing last week. So I don't Yikes. know if that's just like a, a joke, or I'm hoping it is, because if that's the truth, that's that's pretty bad. Um also, big news, Brian Kelly, or actually, while we're on that topic, uh, three big players for Oklahoma also join the transfer portal. Transfer portal immediately after Lincoln Riley was saying that he was going to leave. Uh, Oklahoma receivers Theo Weiss, 
uh, or excuse me, two players, uh, Theo Weiss and Austin Stogner, who are both, uh, well, one's a white, one is a wide receiver and the other is a tight end. They have said that they're going to join the transfer portal, um, basically because he left and pretty much, uh, I don't know where Oklahoma is going to go from there. Um, they're set to join the SEC, I believe, in the coming years. I don't think next year, but maybe it is. Uh, if they are, that's tough for them because they're not going to have a good coach. Uh, but also, uh, Brian Kelly is going to leave uh, Notre Dame after having one of the after becoming the winningest head coach in Notre Dame history. <laughs> he is set to replace Ed Orgeron's Go Tigers. Uh, he's going to coach the Bayou Bengals, um, and man, he's got some shoes to fill. But uh, if there is a candidate. To fill those shoes, Brian Kelly is it. He's trying to bring his uh, some of his coaching staff with him as well. Um, I don't believe they've responded yet, but I would assume if they were smart, they would probably go join him because of what they did in West Bend, Indiana. Uh, it's a tough, tough day for Notre Dame as well. Um, an era from I think 2009 or 2010 was Kelly's first season in. Uh, at Notre Dame after having an incredible couple years at Cincinnati um, and kind of bringing them up to where they were, even bringing Cincinnati to a FedEx Orange Bowl appearance. But, uh, yeah, so big big changes here. Uh, both these coaches, unfortunately, have immediate exits, so they will not be able to coach in either of their teams' bowl games. Um, and both these teams are top 15 teams, in my opinion. So they're definitely going to be in decent bowl games, and their players are not going to have their head coach. So that's a shame for all their players. Um, and I would expect to see a lot of possible decommits and recommits um, over the coming weeks for Oklahoma, USC, LSU, and North Notre Dame. Sorry, I was I said North Dame. Uh, so for those four schools, we'll probably have a few decommits and recommits from recruiting because of these uh, coaching changes. But um, that's really all. oh, and uh, Ohio State quarterback. Despite his struggling game, I want to get it out there because go Bucks. Uh, C.J. Stroud has won the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year as well as the Freshman of the Year. So congrats to him. Um, yeah, that's really. Yeah, all I Tony, got. I would like to add something in on the uh, Lincoln Riley situation. Uh, this was his his contract uh, details uh, per Albert Breer. A uh, hundred and ten million dollars. Okay, USC wow. is buying both of his homes in Norman for five hundred thousand dollars over asking, uh, which is crazy. Uh, buying a six million dollar home in L.A. for him. Unlimited use of the private jet 24-7 for family. I mean, that is, wow. that is nuts. Yeah, they really wanted it nuts. There. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, just some, some crazy, crazy, crazy perks of being the uh, new coach at uh, USC. Hopefully to uh, bring them back uh, to the uh, prime days of Reggie Bush and uh, Matt Leinart. So. Uh, we'll have to see if uh, good point by you. if they get uh, back to that point. Yes, yes, Tony. I uh, seen it the that. other day, and I I thought that was very interesting. That is very interesting indeed. Right. But, uh, well, thank you, Tony, for that. You're um, welcome. And Parker, I guess you kind of just went over your thoughts on that. Did you have any other final thoughts before we uh, move on? 
Yeah, I'd just like to say for both of those coaches uh, to let it kind of leak or whoever let it leak, just kind of cowardice stuff coming from both of them, um, in my opinion. I think, uh, you know, you, you finish the year with your guys and, you know, whatever happens in the offseason happens in the offseason. But uh, during the season, uh, I think you get to football and you know, I know the regular season ended and these bowl games might not matter for these, uh, you know, two teams that uh, possibly had – um, you know, higher uh, aspirations this season. But, uh, yeah, just kind of a, a weird thing in, in, you know, college football that we're seeing with the uh, transfer portal, Spencer Rattler, Jadon Hasselwood, uh, you know, guys uh, going into the transfer transfer portal to uh, try to go to greener grasses. So uh, just mm-hmm. uh, it will be a, a wild off season in college football to see, you know, who fills those positions or whoever, you know, who else leaves or, you know, whatever like that. So uh, mm-hmm. excited for it. All right. And uh, with that being said, um, we, since we're kind of closing in on the end of the year, we won't have games to predict. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about when it comes to the players themselves uh, and the teams instead of just the games. So uh, we'll have a lot to go over when it comes to that aspect of college football. So uh, just because the games are over, doesn't mean the, the conversations will, will end. We'll definitely, uh, um, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna move us on to the NFL side. The NFL is still going. Uh, it's a few <laughs> few weeks. It's kind of nearing its a sad end, but um, it's it's still uh, there and it's still gonna be there for a few weeks. So we're in week thirteen, uh, and wow. we'll be starting uh, on Thursday night football in uh, Nolens. 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 Thanks for saying that every time. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, that just played a Thursday night game last week. Uh, in Nolens to play the Saints, Nolens. and um, they, they they're probably looking for a better outcome, honestly. And they'll be switching quarterbacks. Taysom Hill gets the start. Uh, Tony, can the the kind of injured Dallas Cowboys uh, go into Nolens and pick up a, a road win on th- on Thursday? <laughs> yes, I do. I I I just for me, there's just too much uncertainty with the quarterback in play. I know Taysom Hill's been there, and he kind of knows the system, but I don't know. Uh, I I just have a lot more confidence in the Cowboys and what I saw last week from both of those teams on uh, Turkey Turkey Day football. Uh, if you Turkey want to call Thursday. it that, Turkey Thursday. There we go. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys were the much better playing team again. They played different opponents, but you get my point. Uh, and I, I think Dallas will clean up a lot of things. Um, so I have Dallas winning twenty four to ten. How about you, Parker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game, you know, we would have to think, uh, you know, Dallas wins this game. Uh, the new quarterback, Mr. Taysom Hill, supposedly starting um, in place of Trevor Simeon, who had a brutal stretch of games. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, mm-hmm. actually, I mean, the stats are not that bad, but if you watch He it, didn't I mean, see the field well at all. He was not good. <laughs> no, he was not good at all. So, um, you know, we would have to, you know, be more more inclined to pick Dallas this week. Uh I think they win uh, 32-17. Yeah, you know, I, I really want to pick the, the Saints uh, just because of their quarterback change. I think they're a good team. It's just, I don't know, I just don't see it. Um, you know, I think I'll stick with it. Whatever. <laughs> I'll say 26-21. Uh, Nolens at home. Nolens. Um, I, think, I think the Saints maybe have a chance with Taysom Hill because uh, last year he showed flashes of them being a pretty solid team, uh, and the Cowboys are dealing with a lot right now. Uh, so uh, they, they have 
uh, CD Lamb coming back from a concussion and uh, Cooper coming back from COVID. Uh, so they're back, but I don't know how uh, how healthy they really are. But uh, we'll see. Uh, I'll say 26-21. Nolens, I may look stupid, but Nolens. we'll go for it. Um, we'll <laughs> thankfully get off this game. Uh, and we'll go <laughs> to Atlanta, where uh, this will be a day after the Georgia and Bama game. So they better clean up quickly. Um, because uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is coming to town. Uh, you want for Tom Brady, otherwise he will get angry. Um, we kind of expect uh, the Buccaneers to to kind of just thrash the, the the Falcons, don't you think, Tony? Agreed. Yeah, Tampa Tam is going to be uh, playing, and uh, I think Tampa Bay wins thirty-one to seventeen. I don't really have much to say on this one. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, Tony. Uh, thirty-one. To, we're going to go 20, 31 to 20. I am going 34 17 Atlanta. I was going to say, thir- what? 34, sorry, 34 17 Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gave you guys goodness. a bit of a heart attack there. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta's not doing really good. They are not the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> that would that'd be fun to see those two teams go against each other. I have a feeling that maybe Georgia may win that one. But, uh, <laughs> you can make the argument. Yeah, who knows? I, I don't know, Rob. I don't <laughs> think that those guys are going to be able to bring down C Flash as easily like that. Yeah, it may have a tough time, uh, but it uh, uh, should be fun to at least think about. But uh, next game, we got the Arizona and the Cardinals uh, going to Chicago. Um, Parker, I'm not sure. Uh, <sighs> quick, quick little thing: Is Justin Justin Fields is he practicing? Is he ready to he play? He is practicing. Um, I don't did not hear if he's ready to play or not. I would suspect. Uh, Snooze Town Dalton is going to be playing you know, this week. Okay. And, Tony, with that being said, uh, do you think the Bears have a chance at home here? You know what? This was my last pick that I had to make, and I just filled it in uh, about a few seconds ago. You know what? <clears throat> no, Tony. No. No. I'm, I'm reading it into fruition no. again. The yes. Chicago Bears get uh, the upset of the weekend. The upset of the year? No. Uh Upset of the the <laughs> Buffalo the the uh, who who beat the Titans at home or the the Texans over the Titans that's my upset of the year. Anyways, uh, Chicago twenty four twenty one. Let's go at home. Okay. <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> about all that. I don't know about all that tones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't I think uh, that they're gonna win this game at home. Uh, you know, this is a, a battle of wily vets. Wiley, uh, Col- Colt McCoy, and Andy Dalton. Wow, uh, clashing this weekend. So um, let me hold. Let me let me stop you there, Parker. I think Kyler Murray is going to return, but I don't know for sure. I think Murray is similar on situations. Similar situations. Right, similar. which is weird. I I I do. Lead. Can you give us two predictions? Let's say if Murray starts and if he doesn't. Uh, well, what about Justin Fields? What if he starts and he doesn't? Uh does it not matter if you <laughs> give me all the predictions you want sir i'll give you i'll give you three predictions for this game Rob. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'll give you uh quarterback starts and i'll give you uh the score of this game thank uh, you. for arizona i think murray does play okay uh I think he's going to start. But on the other side of the aisle, uh, for the Chicago side, I think Dalton does start this game. 
I think that's how it's going to go. So what, what's the score here? What's the score? Uh, the score is going to be Arizona winning in Chicago. Uh, I think it's going to be 27 to 16. That's a good one. Okay. Um, I, so, Parker, I'm with you. I think Murray plays and Dalton plays. Um, and if that's the case, I think it's 36-17 uh, Arizona. Um, I don't know. I I I think the the Cardinals are just good uh, when when Murray's in there, but um, we'll see. Um, we we got an interesting matchup here uh, coming up, uh, Parker. Before we move on, did you want to go into this one or should we just move on? Um, I mean, let me just say some. Let me just say one sure. or two things here. Okay, mm-hmm. the more the more games that we lose, the faster that the clown gets out of the out of our fun house. So you'll be uh, a Cardinals fan this weekend. Yes, exactly right. And especially if Justin Fields doesn't play. I mean, like I told you guys last week, I honestly didn't – I can't remember the last time that I, I didn't have any fun watching a Bears game. I mean, even going back to last season and the season before that, you know, at least it was fun to see someone get to the get to the quarterback constantly. It was fun to see the offense, uh, you know, not knowing what's going to happen with Mitch and stuff like that. But now – you know, without Justin Fields, uh, without, you know, some of, of, you know, I don't think anyone else is out offensively, but, well, I mean, I guess Allen Robinson's up, but he's, he, he's having an off year. But it's just not fun to watch. It really was not fun last week uh, watching Andy Dalton play. It just kind of brought the air out of the room. Uh, so hopefully Fields can, can get back as fast, uh, you know, as he can to uh, come back and, and spark things up for the final few games of, of the season for Bears fans to, you know, at least go into the off season with uh, a shimmer, a shimmer of hope. Well, we'll see if that happens. Uh, and moving on, we got the, the, the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the LA Chargers. Uh, Tony, this has got to be a comeback uh, from the Chargers. You got to think they, th- that uh, they're going to be giving their best effort here on the road uh, in Cincinnati. Definitely. I think their offense plays a lot better, but uh, I'm actually going with Cincinnati in this one. I think uh, their performance defensively and offensively last week against the, I know it was against the Steelers, but I saw some good momentum being stirred up. So I have Cincinnati 31-27, and the Chargers fall to 6-6. Six and six. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with you on this one, Tony, as well. I think Cincinnati wins. And, uh, you know, if you guys remember, uh, this is a battle of the first or maybe not the first two I think two was taken before Herbert was but a battle of top quarterback picks nevertheless that's uh, right two of, of picks you know of who people said jo- Justin Herbert was inferior to Joe Burrow and such like that and I and I don't think that this game is going to have anything to do with uh, Justin Herbert playing poorly I just think that it has to do with uh, the Chargers maybe not being uh, you, you know, ready to 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 play or can or can contend right now. So I think uh, Cincinnati wins thirty to twenty. Thirty right. to twenty. Yeah, I've you know I've picked against Cincinnati all the time this year, and I'm not going to do that <laughs> again. Uh, there, I think they're a good team, and I think the Chargers are kind of on a down uh, downhill spiral here. Um, so thirty-one twenty-eight uh, Cincinnati uh, at home, and we got. Uh, the interesting one here in Detroit, the winless uh, Detroit Lions will be hosting the Minnesota Vikings. 
Uh, Tony, do you think uh, finally Detroit gets their first win here? I think Dan Campbell and his bite his kneecaps off defense uh, is going to have to wait another week. Um, I'm going to pick the Vikings in this one. I'm going to finally pick the Minnesota Vikings. Um, for the record, I do like the Vikings in a small part of my heart just because that's where I'm from. Uh, but I think uh, Addison or Madison, excuse me. I call him Madison. Yikes. Uh, Madison steps up big for the Vikings. I think Kirk has another super efficient day. And I think the Minnesota Vikings get the 31 14 win on the road. Yeah. How about you, Parker? Oh, man. I don't know why. I'm just going to pick Detroit to win this game. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't really want to. I want to pick Minnesota to wow. win, but for some reason, I just wrote down twenty-four to twenty-three. Um, He's doing. I it was for gonna spite. write. I was gonna write twenty. No, I'm not doing it for spite. Um, <laughs> y- you know, actually, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it around. Oh, Minnesota's man. gonna win. Minnesota's gonna win. Twenty-three to twenty. I, I just yes, remember DeAndre Swift was out, so there's there's, there's no point in picking Detroit. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna lead into disappointment and heartbreak, isn't it? I can I can feel it. I, I don't want to feel it, but I can feel it. I swear, if Detroit wins this game, Rob, I'm going to think just back to this point up. and be pissed. Yeah, just just pack it up if you're the Vikings. If you lose to the sorry team, if you lose to the sorry team, pack it up. Uh, no more trying because you lost to a winless team and you're not going to do anything in the playoffs. Even even if you do make it, so uh, bring your best effort here, no matter what. And I think the Vikings are going to win. I'll talk it into um, results. Yeah, to a, a fruition. Twenty-four uh, seventeen, Minnesota. Um, you know, Aram, I just would like to get, you know, now that we're, we're talking about, about, you know, Minnesota, I, I'd like to get your your mind uh, thought process as a Minnesota Vikings fan right now. Uh, are you one of the Minnesota Vikings fans that, you know, is out here calling this team the best five and six team in the history of the league? Uh, you know, we can make the playoffs. We're going to change the world. Or are you one of these Minnesota Vikings fans that's sitting here going, guys, Let's let's take a good look at ourselves here. We're five and six. We're in the thick of the of the NFC right now, and even if we do make it, we're out our entire front four. You know, suffering a lot of injuries you know, on our team, and it's 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 honestly just a lost cause. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Somebody doesn't think like that first scenario because that would be ridiculous. And um, I, I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, I've seen mostly bad. Um, and I think just with the where where the roster is, I don't see much um, in the playoffs if they do make it. Um, there's still time to to show what they're made <laughs> to, to, to kind of just show it's, what it's they really are. It's weird, Aram. It is. It's just so so weird because you you look at it on paper, Aram. You look at their offense and you go. How isn't this a top five offense in the league? And, you know, oftentimes it is a top five offense in the league, but then, like, it just doesn't feel like they are. Right. You know, it's just, it's just weird. Same with their defense. I mean, you know, you look – I mean, currently right now it's a little bit different. But, you know, even three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we look at this team. They look like, you know, even on, on paper, they look like one of the more better solid defenses, in, you know, in the league. And then you watch them play or, you know – you you look at the score, you know, you're just feeling the game for, for the, uh, for the feel. And it feels like they're just not, not that good. Does that come down to uh, coaching around? It comes down to more than coaching. I think it's a player execution. Uh, the coaching issue is always going to be there. There's always that stubbornness of our coaching. That's not going to go away unless he's let go. And we find a new offensive mind. Cause 
Uh, I just don't think the offense is consistent enough. I don't think Clint Kubiak as a play caller is consistent enough. Uh, he, he's just uh, as an offensive caller, he's very young. He doesn't, he hasn't adapted as as quickly as I thought he he could. Um, he, he's called good games and he's also called atrocious games. So I've seen it's kind of just with the team. I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, and you know if if we lose a game like this, it's just gonna kind of show maybe the bad is just what we are and the good is just kind of just here and there which is not good enough to you know make the playoffs and do anything but um i i i honestly i i don't know what this team is yet i don't know it's what they really are weird but, yeah but i i lean more towards on the bad side than the good um, you know i just would like to say thank you for being honest to ron because i know that there is you know fans out there that can uh you know hype their team up a little bit uh too much and i i think you know, uh, Vikings fans, you know, living in the state can do a lot of that from time to time. And, you know, I just would like to thank thank you for being one of the more uh, level-headed, uh, you know, realistic Vikings fans out there. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> glad, to be, glad to be that guy for you. Uh, are we able to move on? Because I really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we, can, we, can, we can move on. Yeah, I, I hope the Vikings don't lose. But uh, <laughs> if if we do, I'll be so embarrassed to even talk about it. Um, yeah, skip. Right, moving on. Oh, uh, we God. we got the the upwards trending Miami Dolphins uh, going wow. against the downward. Ah, they they won their game last week. Whatever, uh, thirteen to seven. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, the Dolphins will be getting this one at home, uh, hosting the Giants. Uh, and real quickly, Tony, what do you think is going to happen with this one? Uh, 2014 Miami, I think the Giants get one more point on offense, but uh, no, I think Miami continues their, their wave of momentum. The Dolphins ride the wave. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be with, uh, with you, um, Tony. I think, you know, Miami wins. They're, you know, playing good team football right now. I, I think that's something to, uh, to keep in mind that they're uh, playing good team football. You know, we're not seeing, you know, one guy dominate like that so it's 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 uh just good team football and i think that they're gonna win 24 to 13 uh playing all three phases of of the ball hmm. oh i nice. said 23 14 so kind of different there but uh, miami wins uh regardless uh moving on we got uh the philadelphia eagles they will be playing uh jalen hurts although he's battling uh, injury issues uh they'll be on the road to face the jets uh tony uh what do you think is going to happen with this one I know they struggled last week, but honestly, they should have won their game last week. So I am going to mm-hmm. go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think their offense looks a little bit better, and I think the Jets continue to be, well, the Jets. So uh, Philly 24-14 to 14 in my mm-hmm. pick. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to be right with you guys. Uh, I think Aram is going to pick the Eagles anyway. Hopefully he does. Uh, I think uh, – Philadelphia wins uh, this game. I, I think they win twenty-one to thirteen, and kind of a close game. I, I think this is going to be a blowout, and just because I was making oh. fun of Jalen Rager, um, I think he gets two touchdowns here. I think he gets one oh. special teams and one on offense. I'm going to write that down just in case gonna, I get it right. Then I'm I'll float. If I don't, I won't say anything. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> you know, so, if he drops, if he drops any more passes around, uh, I will never mention his name again. Okay. Never, never again will his name come out of my mouth. 34-10, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, and we got another one. Uh, could be one-sided. Uh, Tony, real quickly here. The Colts, uh, do they win on the road against the Texans? Yep, 34-12. Okay. 
I'm being pretty yeah, I, I'm gonna <laughs> three part time. I'm gonna be with you uh, as well, Tony. I think uh, Indianapolis wins behind Jonathan Taylor, uh, thirty-one to seventeen. Yeah, I just don't see a, a scenario where Jonathan Taylor doesn't get two, three touchdowns and 200 yards. Uh, 34-13, Indianapolis. You know, just speaking of Jonathan Taylor, Ram, I just wanted like to, mm-hmm. to cut in one second. Sure. Uh, he's leading the league in rushing right now. Uh, do you guys want second? Um, Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's second. Oh, he hasn't shit. played for like three or four weeks, so I just right. want to – I just want to throw that out there that that's pretty mind blowing that he's still second and he hasn't played in about right. three, that three is, weeks. That is mind blowing. He, he gets a lot of carries, which people will say when they see a stat like that, but it's still astonishing to see the yards he puts up every week. Right. I, I mean, to be to not play a single down three or four weeks into the you know, in you know, still be second and. You know, to be honest, Jonathan Taylor is really blowing the rest of the league out of the water, and it's not even really close. I mean, I think he has like twelve hundred compared to. I mean, let's 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 get it. You know, here, you know, Henry nine thirty seven right now, just a little bit before uh, ahead of Nixon. So he, uh, Jonathan Taylor, twelve hundred and five yards. So he's he's nearly three hundred yards more than you know the next bunch of guys. So that's just uh, that's just pretty pretty uh, mind blowing as well. Yeah, um, he. I, I think he's a candidate to maybe uh, be a non-quarterback MVP. Candidate. MVP, honestly, right. honestly. I mean, I was gonna ask you guys if if you guys you know thought of any one player right now in the NFL that really you know blows your your MVP you know pick out of the water, and I, I don't really have a guy right now. Yeah, there's no Mahomes anymore um, on the list. I would say. Lamar Jackson after his four turnovers, nah. <laughs> right. Matthew Stafford, nah, not anymore. Nah, not anymore. He's had a, a really tough stretch of games here. And, you know, mm. Derrick Henry probably might have been one of the favorites, and he got hurt. So right. Murray hurt really, as well. Yeah, Murray hurt True. as well. That kind of hurts his chances. Yeah, it kind of uh, – it, it really is uh, really kind of up in the air right now. Uh, we could mm-hmm. see – you know, Jonathan Taylor being the first running back since I believe Adrian Peterson to win the MVP. So mm-hmm. uh, that would be uh, a very cool uh, feat for him. Right. I, I agree. Should be interesting to see. Uh, Tony, do you have any uh, front runners for MVP? Or? I still think, yeah, I still think Jonathan Taylor, again, despite everything, I still think Aaron Rodgers should be up there. Even in that loss against the Vikings, he was. I mean, 10- I guess you could throw Tom Verdi in there. He was- but- he was ten of eleven in the fourth quarter, uh, only right. one incompletion. Uh, Tom Brady for sure. I think he, he he always he kind of has been starting to throw some picks, but he's been pretty efficient. He still gets his yards. Um, I guess mm-hmm. you could kind of throw Mahomes maybe back in there. He's looks like he's kind of looking a little bit better. But I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, the fun pick Brady, would be Jonathan. T- the I fun would love pick to see would that. be would be Taylor. Mm-hmm. Honestly, another name to think about, you guys. Kind Uh-oh. of a guy that's underneath the water here. Uh, Cooper Cup leads the league in receiving yards and touchdowns. I agree. Wow. That's another good pick. Another good non-quarterback pick. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on now to the <laughs> 3 o'clock games. We got uh, the Vegas Raiders hosting the Washington football team. Uh, Washington coming off a good uh, a good win on Monday night. And, Tony, real quickly, uh, what do you think is going to happen on this one? Uh, should be a, kind of a, a balanced game. 
Definitely. Yep. My, my score is pretty close. Uh, I think Washington's defense is going to continue to play really well. I think they're going to shut down uh, the Raiders. Uh, so nineteen thirteen Washington. Mm-hmm. How are you, Parker? Um, let's see. I think I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders here, coming off their uh, hot, exciting win against Dallas on Thanksgiving. Uh, You're what? Derek Carr. Huh? <laughs> you can keep going. Their hot and exciting game that they mm. won against Dallas. They're mm. a hot team right now, Tony. They're yes, a very they hot are. team right now. Continue on. Yeah, no, uh, I think that, that they're going to win. Cooper Cup set, set uh, career highs in uh, uh, rece- receptions and reception yards um, in the win. And uh, Josh Jacobs had a very solid game as well. So um, I think uh, the Raiders are going to win. Uh, I think they're going to win 27 to 21. Kind Did of you mean uh, Hunter Renfro or Cooper Cup? Sorry, I meant to say Hunter run from. <laughs> My bad. I don't oh, know why that Cooper Cup. Kind no, of Hunt- similar players, I guess. Very similar kind of players. Um, I, I, I think this one is going to go to the Raiders 26-20 to 20 at home, although the Raiders have not been they're, – they're 3 and 3 at home. Not that good, but uh, I think they get the win 26-20. Uh, um, next one here, we got uh, the L.A. Rams uh, against the Jaguars. And, Tony, the, the Rams got to get off their schneid, and they, they got to win here at home. Yep, I'll keep it pretty simple. Rams twenty-seven to nine. How about you, Parker? Rams twenty-seven to nine. That's uh, that's a good one. Oh uh, yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, they they're kind of bad. Yikes. So, uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams getting back on track this week. Uh, the perfect team to get back on track against uh, Jacksonville. Uh, I think that the Rams win uh, this one. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna go thirty-one to ten. Yep, I got uh, 30-17. Uh, Rams better win this one. Otherwise, they'll be in deep, deep, deep trouble. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, next yeah, one we got to – They're going to be looking at, at a team that went from Super Bowl contenders to, you know, do they even belong in the in the playoffs? Right. They'd be at 7-5, and five and they would not be the favorites for anything. Uh, so, uh, moving on, we, we got uh, another good 3 o'clock game. We got Pittsburgh, hopefully a good one. P- Pittsburgh at home against the Ravens. These are always competitive. Tony, do you think this is competitive, or do you think, you know, with just the way these two teams have played, it will be kind of lopsided towards the Ravens? I would like to think it's going to be uh, close because I, I think I would hope that last this past game it would be a wake-up call for Pittsburgh to, like, it's like, okay, guys, like, this was really bad. We got to rebound it next year do better uh so i think they will however i think baltimore will get the win um i just like the way that they play and it seems like like we talked about earlier lamar throws four picks and they still win so uh baltimore 30 to 21 i'll be you parker 30 to 21 i'm gonna go with uh baltimore winning as well but i think they win uh 24 to 21 in a, a pretty close game i think lamar uh, struggles against uh, a pretty decent defense. Uh, I know Tony mentioned them getting scored on a ton uh, of recent, but I think that um, uh, that uh, you know they're going to hang in it, and it's going to be twenty four to twenty one. Baltimore yeah. wins. Yeah, I think I think uh, Pittsburgh they they kind of get a wake up call here. I think they respond. Uh, I'm going to say they upset uh, at home uh, 20, 29-27. Um, close game. I think they win by a field goal. Uh, and Pittsburgh will uh, kind of get that uh, loss behind uh, behind themselves and get a good win uh, at home. That's my prediction. 
Um, moving on, we got the uh, in-division uh, matchup here. We got the Niners at uh, Seattle, and, uh, you know, we thought uh, maybe Seattle would have had a better record at this point, but, uh, Tony, you think they have a chance at home? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco all day, I just uh, – not enough. I mean, maybe they'll build off of something that they got at the end of the game last or on Monday, but uh, San Francisco 33-18. to 18. Uh, 49ers go win. Uh, how about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. Look very good against Minnesota running the ball. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, they're going to take the into the into this next week and they're going to run the ball against Seattle and they're going to win 30 to 13. Right. I got uh, 31 24. We got to be careful because San Francisco, they'll be without uh, their biggest playmaker. But I Debo, still, but yeah. yeah. I still think they have the recipe to win games. Especially against a team like Seattle. Right, on the road. Um, could, you know, pose as tough, uh, but uh, Seattle, I'm not sure if they have the roster anymore. But uh, 31-24, San Francisco, and uh, that will move us on to Sunday Night Football. We got a fun one here, Tony, uh, in division. Um, the Chiefs versus the Broncos. And uh, we got to be careful because the, the Chiefs, they haven't really lived up to their expectations, and the Broncos are coming off a big home win. Um, do you think the Broncos have a chance uh, for an upset here? I think they do. I mean, we saw what happened to uh, – so the Chargers came in this past week off of a big win against the Steelers, and they got shut down. Um, and I think Kansas City and Mahomes and their big offensive playmakers need to be very aware that Denver is going to be pretty stingy this week. However, it's in uh, Arrowhead or whatever their sponsor is for the Arrowhead Stadium now. Uh, so because of that, I'm going to pick KC, uh, 27-13 Chiefs. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I think that, uh, you know, they've been, you know, hot coming off a of bye week, giving them a chance to kind of just calm down a little bit. Uh, I think that they win 30-23. Yeah, I got uh, 36-23. I, don't, I just don't think uh, the, uh, the Broncos have a chance on the road um, at night. So, uh, I think Kansas City kind of wakes up. I think they were on their bye, weren't they? Uh, so Kansas give them... City was on their bye. Yep. Right, so it should give them some chance to, chances to take a look at themselves, see what they did wrong, and they, they got a lot of good weapons. So uh, 36-23, and uh, we may have the game of the week on our hands, and it happens to be on Monday night. We have a good one, guys. Uh, in division matchup, uh, the New England Patriots will be visiting the Bills on Monday night football, and Tony... We got a good one on our hands. Two really good teams. I would say the Patriots have played better football. They have the better record. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? I totally agree. I, I think the Bills are going to come in with a lot of momentum. But, man, oh, man, that, that Patriots team is just so built. And like Parker was saying, the fact that they're now at the top um, and technically leading the AFC, the AFC East um, is uh, pretty impressive considering where they were early in the year. So I'm going to say New England wins. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, but uh, 24-18 New England Patriots. How about you, Burke? Yeah, I just I just would like to say, you know, going back to this offseason, you guys, uh, if I would have told you, hey, guys, in the first day of December in, uh, you know, this season, the uh, Patriots will be at the top of the division. You know, this is news with, you know, Cam Newton still being on on the Patriots way back, in, uh, you know, in the day. and As a uh, starter. As a starter, too. So, just, you know, crazy to see what the Patriots are doing with uh, rookie Mac Jones. You know, his first year in the league, you know, they're just 
they look amazing. Bill Belichick has got that grin in his face again that you guys know that, you know, I'm going to beat you and you know that I'm going to beat you kind of grin. So, um, and that, that defense is just playing pretty much light side. So I'm going to pick New England. Uh, they're kind of my, you know, dark horse now, you know, light horse pick. So I think, uh, I think they're going to win uh, 26 to 20. I, I I like that pick. So I, I'm getting kind of tested here because I told you guys I will not be picking against the Patriots. And I there there's Ooh. two factors I wanna I wanna talk about here. This is probably Mac Jones' biggest game of the year and biggest game of his career so far on the road against a division rival. And one thing that kind of you know separates the good teams from the bad teams in these situations, I think, is coaching. Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. I'm not gonna pick against him. 31-27 New England. Um, I think they run the ball well against Buffalo, who's shown signs of, um, you know, leakiness on defense and on offense too. So this is not. Yeah, the... I, I'd just like to like to say, yeah, the Patriots' running game, just like you said. I mean, they have two guys that they trust. I mean, two guys that are solid backs. Take the load. They're, they'll take the load off of um, Mac Jones. So that's that's exactly what uh, you want as a quarterback. Um, and I just don't think this is the same Bills team. But there's something wrong with this Bills team. I think it's a lot to do with their offensive line, and the Patriots will get the, at them uh, all game. Should be a fun game, though, regardless. 31-27. And that should uh, bring us to the end of Week 13. Uh, we did it, guys. We uh, got through this. Turn right, um, we did. Slate of reactions, predictions. Uh, we'll start with you, Tony. Any final thoughts before we uh, close the door here? Absolutely humongous weekend of college football coming up here. We will know by this Sunday who will be the four teams competing in this year's college football playoff. Really hyped to see. Um, obviously, my Buckeyes won't be in it, but uh, you know maybe they can move up a couple spots because for sure I think a couple – well, obviously either Georgia or Alabama will lose, and then if Michigan loses, a lot of conundrum there. But, uh, yeah, really excited to see what happens, and um, – Let's get it. How about you, Parker? Parker. And we will have to get his, <laughs> his uh, <laughs> thoughts on the next episode. Parker, we lost you, buddy. Uh, great timing. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, I, I'll pass along any messages he has. Um, I, they haven't come in yet, but I'm sure he'll wish you guys a great uh, weekend of football watching. But uh, it's it's been a good time, Tony. Um, Definitely. All right. It's been another episode of uh, Yeah, Guys Podcast. I am your host, Aram, and I was joined by two of my co-host beauties, but now it is down to one of my co-host beauties, Tony. Um, right. Thank you very much for t- tuning in, for listening, and we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.